Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Power of Forgiveness podcast. My name is Dwayne State, and I want to thank you for tuning in. This podcast is meant to help those toward the path of forgiveness for the ones who have been hurt, heartbroken, forever changed by something that was said or done to them, which changed their mindset, the course of their relationships, their future, and even their life in general. With this podcast, I speak about the lessons I've learned from forgiveness, and I give it to you, the audience. And today I have a very special guest on the episode. I had the pleasure of speaking with Leonard Smith, husband, father, ministry leader, entrepreneur, and owner of a financial brokerage in Maryland. Me and Leonard go back uh, a couple years since we were both members of the First Baptist Church of Glenarden, and we decided to speak about something different in this episode, the grace in marriage. As we're both married men, we thought that this was a topic that needed to be discussed. This is a message that is a must listen. Here's the interview. Hello, everybody. I'm here with my brother, my person I look up to for years, Leonard Smith, a.k.a. Lenny. Say what's up to the people. What's going on, good people? How y'all doing today? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> man. So, yeah, me and Lenny, we have been members of First Baptist Church of Glenarden. I've known him for how many years has it been? It's at least been since, what, 08, 09? Oh, yeah. So we've been, oh, yeah, we've been good for like 10 plus years. Absolutely, man. Yeah, man. And I'm gonna. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. Lenny is honestly one of the most solid, solid dudes I've ever met in my life. Like, if I if I had to ask who would be a good mentor, Lenny's definitely in in the list. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He has integrity. He's a great character. Funny as all get out. So (laughs) honestly, I'm really happy that he was able to get on this podcast. I really am. So I want to ask this question. I always, always end, not end, begin the interview with the icebreaker. So my question is this. <laughs> okay, let's go. If you were a wrestler, what would your entrance theme song be? Oh, I was a wrestler. <laughs> that's a good one. See, you know, growing up, I was a Brett the Hitman hard guy. That was my dude. Oh, yeah. The sharpshooter and everything. Yep. Yeah, that was my... Sharpshooter, yeah, like that was my guy. I had the glasses and everything. But if yeah, I was, to, uh, oh man, it, 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 if I was to be a wrestler, what would my intro song be? Uh, gosh, it, that's a that, that's a good one. That's a good icebreaker, man. Yeah, yeah man. It makes you think. It makes you think. Yeah, I want to have a good one because you know I want to get get the high, the crowd hype. Exactly. Like, exactly. Um, Man, so so me, I'm a fan of go-go music, right? So you, you know, right, have, you yeah, absolutely right. Like definitely, so I have definitely had some sort of go-go music. So I would have to probably roll with um, uh, backyard, like something with backyard band, like yes, band, like coming in and get me going. <laughs> that would be it. Uh, that would be it. The, the wrestler from like you're from the DMV. Get the Yo, that would be dope. And the crazy part is with. I don't know if you remember this, but WWE would have big events like WrestleMania, and they would do, like, crazy entrances. Like, The Rock came out with a flamethrower, yeah. and they had, like, his display of The Rock, and he just set that joint on fire. So I could yeah. see you, if you was at WrestleMania, you could just have the backyard band play live as you coming out. Like, that would be, be fire. For me, if I was a wrestler, my intro theme song, I would have to say... 
I would have to say game over by a little flip. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, say game over by a little flip. You know what I mean? Because it's like when I come in the ring, like it's game over. I'm coming for that belt. It's going yeah. to be mine. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. No continues. It's just game over. Yeah. That's, that's it. Up, so, yeah, that would be my entrance theme. So, folks, usually we have a story that we talk about, but today we want to do something different. Lenny, go ahead and tell them what uh, we were going to talk about today. Absolutely, man. Uh, first of all, man, again, man, thank you for the opportunity to be on and, and, and share. Um, and as I was, you know, thinking about what I wanted to share and kind of talk about, man, I want to talk about grace, but more so grace in terms of, of marriage. Um, I've been married now for four years, married to a beautiful wife, my, my, my beautiful wife, Sheena. I have two boys, Nathan and Caleb. And I've learned a lot about grace, particularly within the season. And the reason why I say it is, so my wife has been a stay-at-home mom now for four years. And uh, the transition, my wife, she taught in the PG County school system for like 11, 12 years and mm. transitioned um, to be the primary caretaker for our children at home. But then also throughout that, we had a lot of changes. Um, we transitioned to full-time entrepreneurship, two babies by a C-section. The, the first one was a near-death experience. So it was a lot of things that happened and um, (laughs) having two little boys and just everything else that goes on within our house, it can cause a lot of stress and can lead to a lot of major stressors. Um, And and sometimes just some, just some different um, mood and different, um, different emotional shifts and changes, not just in me, but also within my wife as well. Absolutely. So one thing that I've had to learn within the season, how to, extend grace um because and to put myself within my wife's shoes and to understand or to empathize with what she's navigating through so that's what we're going to talk about today man we're gonna have a conversation about grace and marriage and just grace period absolutely and as a married man myself been married for two years i can definitely definitely wholeheartedly agree with that grace is needed in marriage for honestly for everybody because i'm going to say if there was no forgiveness and there was no grace i guarantee you things would be a lot worse than what it is now and it would be a lot of bitterness it'll be a lot of sad to say hatred and it could cause a lot of problems so i definitely want to dive into this i definitely want to dive into this so really quickly for those of you who do not know what grace is when it comes to grace, what I found what it is, is the, it's the favor of God. Mm-hmm. And when it translates for me to marriage, when it comes to grace is, for example, if hypothetically my wife has done something wrong, whether it be on accident or on purpose, right? I will give her the grace to say, you know what, honey, I know who you are and I know it wasn't meant to hurt. If it was, I still forgive you anyway. And it's not for me to blow up at her. It's not for me to cuss her out. It's not for me to do anything, but for me, it's for my job as a husband is to cover her in love and security to just say, I love you. It's all right. That's just my take on it. But what is your take? I want to, I want to hear from you. 
Well, well, grace, of course, within the biblical sense is, uh, you know, receiving something that we don't deserve. It's un, like, just as you said, it's an unmerited favor of God, but in, but in return, as it relates to, to marriage, it's really um, um, giving something um, that, uh, giving something or extending something that that person necessarily doesn't deserve and empathizing with that situation. Talk about um, that. I like think about um, so we took the premarital class at First Baptist Church of Leonardo and Reverend Belly and then my Reverend Skip Little shout out to them they've been a blessing to our marriage. One, one, one of the things that Reverend Beverly told us during our exit interview is that one of the things that my wife and I have to do is learn how to get over things quickly, to to give grace and to get over things quickly. And I didn't really understand what that meant, and like in the moment I was like, okay, you know, just kind of get over things quickly. But when I realized marriage is a is is a uh, is a series of small forgiveness and grace moments yes because it, it, it's times for example with me personally it was time early on like early on within our marriage this is something that's very uh person that caused a lot of uh a lot of drama <laughs> um early on within our marriage um i was looking at some things on social media i shouldn't have been looking at gotcha and uh and 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 I and I was actually coming home from like church, and um, you know my wife ended up seeing those things, and uh, it caused a lot of pain. Yeah, it caused a lot of pain, a lot of um, hurt to my wife, and, uh, and 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 I was hurt, of course, because I felt bad about doing those things, but I felt bad because of how how I led my wife to feel. Absolutely. And, and, and how I hurt her. And then it, it, if, if it wasn't for her extending grace to me, yeah, ultimately forgiving me, and then also having some strong men of God like, like around me, shout out to Reverend Skip, shout out to uh, Pastor uh, Bobby Manning, who helped me navigate through that situation. They were a blessing to me. But so that's what grace is, extending something. Uh, or, or giving grace with, or giving, uh, or, or giving, um, giving something that I didn't necessarily deserve. Mm -hmm. That's the, that like that's the grace right there because that's what God did to us. Yes, exactly. And that's the thing. There are times where we we can block that ourselves, whether with how we feel or what we're thinking. It's like, no, nah, I'm not going to extend grace to this person. I'm not going to forgive that person. They should have known better. Yeah. And the thing is, we don't extend that because of how we feel and how we think. But there are times we got to think God does. It's like we we know better when we should. We know we should not be doing. Absolutely. I mean, it's not new. Yeah. Like we know what not to do. Now I understand you slip and fall. Some things you really didn't know. I'm with you on that. But there are some blatant things you should you know not to do, and yet we do it anyway. Absolutely. And instead of God saying, "Oh, we're gonna throw the whole person away," <laughs> we're gonna uh -huh. throw that whole person in the trash. He extends that grace, and that's the same thing we need to do, especially with our spouses, especially yeah. with our spouses. Yeah, it's that it's that pride and ego, man. You, yes. you said, like you like you said something like this up there. We know, in in um, like in the core of us, what 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 we shouldn't do. Even Reverend Skip pre marriage warned us as men to 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 stop looking at us. And he 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 sounded the alarm. God used him to like, look, you're heading into a new season of life. Don't allow your past habits, um, your flesh to block or to hinder your new season. Yep. But 
we within our flesh, we can be naive. Yep. What we expose ourselves to. Yeah. Like very, very like naive and think, oh, I'm good. Or, or it's just a glance here or I don't, or I'm not concerned about that. But that's why I realized like, man, like that the enemy does. He, he, he uses those small cracks yeah. and those small cracks. He just keeps on chipping away. It's that small crack becomes a, a gaping hole. That's real. That's super real. <laughs> and it's funny. You find a chink in the armor and you don't think that it's going to take one big swing to break the whole thing. No, it's little tiny attacks at that chink in the armor. And then that little chink becomes a crack. The crack comes bigger and bigger and bigger until the whole thing comes up. And then you're just like, how did this happen? Yeah. Yeah. How did we get here? Exactly. And that's the one thing that... I'm de- I definitely thank God for, for just giving warnings, giving promptings to the Holy Spirit saying, hey, listen. <laughs> for all the gamers, for all the gamers, you probably know what that voice is, but it's like, hey, listen, this ain't good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or he'll be like, look away, pause, close out, walk yeah. away, something. Yeah. I'm definitely thanking God for that. I'm definitely thanking God for that. So, first off, I've seen your family. You have a beautiful family. Like, sitcom beautiful family. Like, for real, man. man. So, when it comes to extending grace, you know, to your spouse, my question to you is this, or her extending grace to you, has there been times where you've struggled with that, extending that grace and forgiveness to to one another? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I know I have struggled, like, um, definitely, like, uh, extending to her because I, because so, you know, I'm out and about, I'm kind of on the move a lot. So I understand our our children. So we have two toddlers, like like I said, a one and a two-year-old. So it's, they're going through, like, the terrific twos and wonderful threes right now. So it's a lot of, (laughs) uh, like, a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. he gets the brunt of that. So sometimes I'll, I'll like go home and I'll catch the back end and I may be maybe jovial or, or, or happy. And then she may not be within that same mood because our younger son may have just gone on an hour and a half tantrum. Yeah. And, 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 and I want to know, okay, what's wrong with you? Yeah. But really I'm not considering, okay, what she has been enduring for, for hours. So I come in and I kind of maybe am dismissive to what her current e- um, emotional state is. Wow. And it's like, why are you not like, what's wrong? Instead of thinking, let me see, okay, I know she's been going through this. Let me sit with that. Uh, and, and, and that like, and that, and, 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 and that has been a challenge for me to do. So I've had to work on me even so we have, uh, um, so we have a wonderful counselor that we've gone to throughout our time being married and even pre-married outside the church, Dr. Harrington. That's one thing that he kind of talked to me about, sitting with myself in dialogue and talking about that because that's yeah. something that can be a challenge because I'm like, okay, what's on to the next tags? Yeah. So just working through that and that's what builds the intimacy in marriage. So that's been a, um, so that has been a challenge. It can be a challenge for, um, like for me at times. Yes. Yeah. And you said the word that I wanted to say, intimacy. Because there are times I just sit and talk with my wife and I just be like, 
Wow. <laughs> and she, like, I, I, I catch myself just staring at her just because she'd be like, what? Like, I'm just looking at you. And that's the thing. It creates that intimacy that helps with marriage. A lot of people think intimacy is physical. It's not. Yeah. It's creating that closeness. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, there ain't nothing better than that. Absolutely. There's nothing better than that. And you're right. A lot of, a lot of people struggle with communication and building that intimacy because maybe there are people who didn't grow up in a household that or maybe mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable and it's going to re what's the word it's going to resurrect that's the word resurrect some things that they didn't want to resurrect or Absolutely. they don't want to feel those things it's multiple reasons up on top of what i just said but you hit the nail on the head with that yeah now the one thing I all I do always talk about on my podcast is to seek counseling and seek therapy. And I thank you for that. Mm -hmm. The question I want to ask is without getting too personal, mm -hmm. did you decide to seek counseling before I think you said premarital, but you all but did you decide that before you got married that you were going to seek counseling or you just as soon as you connected with your your spouse, you you came together and said yeah, I think we should do this thing. So that's a question I have. So actually, it's a decision that we made before council. I think it's something, that if I remember correctly, I think Reverend Skip had recommended um, Life Christian Counseling to us and um, to, 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 to really dive deeper. And um, we were, and, and so actually, I was actually going, I think he had recommended um, Life Christian Counseling to me and then I had started going because I was going to Dr. Arrington first and my wife was seeing someone else. Gotcha. And then as we got, I think, closer to marriage, we, we, like, we started going to a couple of sessions together. That's um, good. And, then, uh, and then it transitioned to where probably our first six or seven months when we were newly married, we didn't see him. And then afterwards, like, we started going to him like on a standing appointment once a quarter, um, mm -hmm. seeing the kind of, kind of working through different challenges um because we, we we both bring um different different emotions different life experiences to oh, the and all that's kind of merging together different ways that we may have been raised or looked at parents in different ways we handle um a different uh different life feelings i, yes. I know like one of my things i say all the time is everyone got everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth man what so, <laughs> You can have in your mind, or I can have in my mind, right, when I'm like, okay, I'm past this issue, or I don't think this way about myself, I'm good. But once the heat gets put on, what? It loses everything. And oh, yes. It, and that's what's really happened to me within marriage, like, been a lot, where, like, in, in, in our first couple of years, where my wife had had to extend to me a lot of grace, my, our, our first, so this was our first, like, what, year of, like, marriage newly married like our fifth month in i lose i like lost my job slash got fired yeah um we were pregnant um or my wife was pregnant um like a whole bunch of other challenges mixed in there and my wife like like just like i said she 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 nearly died after um the first pregnancy so there's so many different transitions yeah that, that, yeah that, that happened and then so what I found out, especially when the job loss hit hit me, I started feeling inadequate and it caused some feelings of inadequacy within myself and not being able to provide and not being able to be 
a, a, a husband, a true provider, that caused oh. me to lash out at, like toward toward like really towards my wife. So my wife had to extend to me a lot of grace because sometimes I would be mad, snappy, irritable, but it had really had nothing to do with her. It was all about how I felt about myself. Yeah. And, and it caused a lot of challenges in, in, in other areas, being able to build like your intimacy because I felt bad about me. <laughs> and so she had extended grace and it's still extending grace to me each and every day as we navigate through that because it's real, because life will bring those things up. And that's why I say grace is definitely a reciprocal thing where she's like, my wife is amazing. Like she is freaking amazing and she's constantly having to extend that, but she does an amazing job of it in spite of it all. Honestly, I've seen y'all on social media and I know that doesn't show the whole picture, but from what I have seen, y'all are an amazing team together. And, you know, raising two, honestly, I'm going to say two strong men, two strong boys are going to be strong men because I know you and I know how, your character is and I know that's going to be in them and if that's the case I know they're going to make impact so the one thing a couple things I want to say when you said that there are times where those feelings will come up about you and you lash and you would lash out that's happened to so many that's happened to so many people including me where I we've spoken before and I'm always in my head I'm analytical and I'm always thinking through everything. When I can't figure stuff out, you know, my wife will say, you know, Dwayne, it'll be all right. I'm like, no, I got to figure this out. And it's, I'll be kind of snippy. And then, I re- and then I get my, I beat myself up like, dang, why did I yell at my wife? Like, I should do better than that. And it's like the pity party comes in and I start beating myself up more. And I'm like, I need to apologize. But I should have done better than that. So that resonated with me. Yeah that resonated with me and the crazy part is we know this <laughs> yeah it keeps on happening it's real the 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 the, the biggest gap is yeah. knowing what to do and actually doing it yes like it like it, it comes to a certain part it, it comes to a certain point within our walk with christ um or just within our walk as just humans general whether someone is a believer or not where you know right and wrong, but it's our flesh and in those moments where we have it, where we have to make a decision within that moment to deny our flesh and take up and like you know take up the cross. That's real. But it, but and it's tough to that's real. Because we in our feelings, and 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 that is something I'm learning. I'm, I'm getting better to not dismiss my feelings, but to give them the proper way because feelings change. Like feelings change. They I could be feeling like this now, but in five minutes. I'm good. Yeah. And, and what I said because I was in my feelings could cause two, three weeks, months of cleanup because I spoke out of my emotion. That's real. And it's that's not super real. That's how I feel, and that could be a major cleanup that that I had to navigate through. Clean up in aisle four. We don't want to do that. <laughs> we, we we don't want to do that at all. And when you were talking about grace, two verses was brought to me. It was in Romans 5.20, it says, Moreover, the law entered that offense, offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. Mm-hmm. And what that hit me was when there was sin, grace, grace came in like, like a flood. Absolutely. 
And that's something we got to extend to our, to our spouses. And also I'm going to be bold and say this. We also got to extend that to ourselves mm-hmm. because there are times we are, we're our own, you know, the whole saying we're our own worst critic. Yeah. And there are times we have to, we have to forgive ourselves, not just say, Oh, make excuses for it, but acknowledge it. Like, you know what? I was wrong for that. And I do need to do something about that and go seek help for that. That's my, that's my take. And the second verse was 2 Corinthians 9, 8, which reads, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things, not some things, but in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Absolutely. One of my other scriptures I add to that, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, um, Reverend Skip gives that to me all the time. Is my grace is sufficient for strength is made perfect and uh, my weakness was gladly when I boast of my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's one of my go-to scriptures because, yes. and, and that's what, um, you know, before that it talks about the thorn in the flesh and how oftentimes like God will leave it there because yeah. if we didn't have that, we would be de- too dependent on ourselves. And, Man, what? Like we would be pride and pride was set in. It's like, I don't need God or I haven't mapped out A, B, C, D, F, G, okay. And then what do we need God for? Sometimes we, we, of course, we like make plans, but we give them to God knowing that it could be subject to change. And oftentimes it's going to change because we have to leave room for God to be God. Because if we did it all ourselves and every plan was executed the way we thought and went exactly how we thought, there would be no need for God. Nope, we'd be like there would be no need at all. So it comes exactly. to the point where this is God's grace. God let I have to let God's grace fill in the rest. Absolutely. I, I absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So learn, especially especially in marriage, because I don't know it all and I mess oh. up a lot. Yeah. I, I messed up everywhere every almost every area that you can imagine. I say almost every area that you can imagine. I've messed up in terms of marriage. Mm. And and I've had to like God. I, I I can't. I'm having trouble getting this right. No matter yeah. how much I study, read, or talk, I'm guessing, and that's when He brings me at Second Corinthians twelve nine. You were once when 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 we do all we can do, yeah. God will do what He said He will do. Yep. Yep. Go ahead, Bishop, Reverend, Doctor. I'm not mad at that at all, man. I'm really not. The one thing that was touched on a little bit was we don't extend that grace when our pride and ego is in the way. Mm-hmm. Now that's, I'm not going to say it's a touchy subject. It's a heavy one. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you when that has happened to you, how did you overcome that? I have, I have a story, not a story, but I have my take on it, but I want to hear from you. How do you overcome that? Hmm. So when my pride and ego was in the way, um, I just really, I, I, I've, I've, I've conditioned myself to really go back to that scripture. Like that's really my like go-to um, in terms of um, getting myself like out, like really like you're out the way um, and, and really um, it's in Proverbs. It really, I think it's in Proverbs. It talks about uh, um, not uh, esteeming others higher than ourselves. And 
And in terms of like marriage and times where I maybe want to be mad or think, okay, my wife should feel like this or she should be acting like this. Um, that's when I have to remember like it's, she is one, she is that, that is God's daughter first. So how would I talk to her if God was right next to her as her dad, number one. And then two, understanding that she's human just as I am human. So we yeah. all fall short of the glory of God. Yes. So bringing those two things in tight and then I say, like, okay, I know I'm going to mess up. She's not going to be perfect all the time. Yeah. Let me extend that. Let me get myself out the way because I know it's going to be a time tomorrow I'm going to mess up and I'm going to need her to do the same thing for me. Yeah, that's real. That's real. For me, I'm really glad that the Holy Spirit really does talk to me and prompt me like, you know, you were wrong. <laughs> you know, you got to go back and make it right. right. I'm not going to stop until you make it right. You know that, right? All right, just go <laughs> ahead. That's and right. it's, it's funny to use this. When it comes to my pride to overcome it, I ask God to give me strength to overcome and to swallow my pride. It's to really be in that uncomfortable moment. Be the, and feel that uncomfortability that I gotta admit I was wrong. I gotta admit that I did something to hurt this person. I gotta admit that my actions caused this. And a lot of people, there are some who don't wanna go into that. They avoid it. It's like, no, it's on them. It's not on me. But being in that uncomfortability, like you said, that's, I'm weak. And that's where God is strong right there. Right. Because as soon as I admit it, I'm thinking I'm going to get cussed out, laid out, everything. And I'm like, I'm admitting I'm wrong. She probably going to say, you always do that. You always <laughs> do this. And I'm just like, well, I might as well just go ahead. You know how, <laughs> you know how, um, you probably seen the movies when they're about to get executed, they play that drum roll and they walk out in front and waiting for the, the people to just shoot them their bags over the head. That's how I feel like I'm about, I'm about to go to my execution. I'm like, well, I go up and I'm like, I admit I was wrong. I apologize. I shouldn't have done that. And in my mind, I'm like, take aim. And then my wife just comes and said, it's all right. Wait, what? <laughs> like, there's no no guns popping off. Like, I, I we're good. Yeah. And it's and that's how God works. There's the same scripture God. Um, he resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's 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 like Pastor Jenkins talks about all the time, taking that second position and truly doing it and meaning it like within our heart, because we can be um, humble within our words, but not humble within our heart, because the posture is all about the heart. That's facts. And, um, and my wife has learned to, to, I guess, to tell when I'm being sincere within my um, communication towards her. And, 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 that's, and that's one thing I learned. When I've come, and, and I'm blessed, I have an amazing wife. When I come to her and I know, and I'm truly sincere, she always takes me back in. Always. And it, it, it is so funny, like, marriage is a is a microcosm of, 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 of God's, of God's love and his relationship with us. That's, That's real. 
And that's, that's right. how we are to model. As God so loved us, that is how we are called to love our spouses, to love our wives. That's true. And vice versa. It's to extend that grace. Yes. He looks at us, covers us, and, and, and covers, sanctifies, and then we're justified to stand before the Father because of what he did. That's the same thing that we're called to do with our spouses. But it's easier said than done, but that's what we're called to do. And that's what we're to walk out until the day we get the glory. That's what we're supposed to do. And it's like, it's, it's wow, but, it's that, but that's the beauty in, in, in marriage as well, to, to see that happen, to see that take place. If I had money, I'd throw it on the altar for that, which, that word you just gave right there. It's easier said than done. Oh, you know I mean, it's just like you said, you can have a plan until you get punched in the face. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, marriage will do that. Oh, easily. Marriage will do that. And it will also uncover some things that either you knew about or didn't know about. Mm -hmm. And that's where more grace comes in. And when you see your spouse fully who they are, because like you said, you and your spouse come from two different backgrounds. Yeah. You were raised different, had different principles, different people in your life. Some may be raised by a single parent. Some may have two parents, you know, different story, whatever it is. Marriage will bring things up. It'll be that grace to really love each other through that. Absolutely. And that's real. I have a quick question. When you said not assuming others, about yourself were you talking about philippians uh two three do nothing out of selfish ambition or vacancy yeah but well yeah that's it right there okay because i was sitting there just like i know what he's talking about and it was literally nagging me so i was like i gotta find it i found it so yeah the one thing i want to ask another thing is this for you personally what does grace mean to you personally? Mm. Not, not looking at me as what I did, but looking at me for who God says that I am. That's what grace is, man. My even, um, even when I've, uh, in, 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 in marriage, I, I think it was a, like a couple of days ago. Um, I, 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 I haven't always led the best within our marriage or maybe made the best parenting moves. But my, when my wife says, you're an amazing leader, I like that. Like that really touched me because I'm always, yeah. you know, second guessing myself. Am I yeah. in the right direction? Yeah. And she affirms that it, it, she, she, um, she she calls me like she that's what that's what Christ does, that's what God does. He it says in scripture, speak those things that are not as though they were. That's what that's what God did to that's what he did. So that's what we're yeah. called. We we don't have that same level, but that's what we're called. We are God like, so we can do those things. So yes. calls, so she sees those things in me that I may not necessarily be fully walking in yet, but knows that I'm walking towards. And yes. she speaks those things to me. Yes. So, that's, so, so, so that's what grace is to me. Not, not, not seeing me as I am, but seeing me as I will be. Because she knows that if she sees me as I will be, eventually I will be that which she sees. Yes. 
brings me back my verse, being counted in this very thing, that he who's begun a good work and you shall complete it to the day of Christ Jesus. I'm telling you, like that, man. And when my wife does that same affirmation to me, I'm not going to lie. Make, honestly, it, it makes me feel, it, it makes me feel good. I almost choke up at times because I don't really see it that way. I was just like, this is my wife. I love her. I'm going to make sure things are all right. I'm going to make sure things are right. And I never thought of myself as, you know, a provider or a leader or anything. I just said, this is, this is the one whom God gave me, the one whom I prayed for and got over and beyond what I asked for. And I'm going to do what I have to do, what I need to do to make sure that I'm not going to lose this blessing. I'm telling you right now, like, for real, I'm saved, but I may, someone may cash hands <laughs> trying to take that. But, but in all seriousness, like, it's a wonderful thing to get that, especially hear that from your, your spouse, your, your partner, your life partner. It's an amazing thing. Absolutely. Really. I wanted to say before before we end this, what is one thing you want to impart to the audience before we sign off? Hmm. One thing I want to impart to the audience. Um, no, because you know what? Because I like it, you can make it too if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, so this is one of the things I've been talking about a lot of my Facebook lives, and it, I guess it kind of relates to what we're talking. At the start of 2020, for a lot of people, it was the year of clear vision. Yeah. And God is going to do it and everything else. And then COVID hit, and people threw all that out the window. Mm -hmm. If I was say anything to the audience right now, whoever is listening to this, whatever he promised you at the start of 2020, he will bring it to pass. Yeah. But we have to continue to move towards that. Um, and never, never doubt in the dark what God told you in the light. Facts. Never doubt in the dark what God told you in the light. A lot of people are going through some dark moments right now, whether it's because of COVID and they've lost a loved one or they've lost a job or they've been downsized or their income has been reduced or um, a lot of their, their, the businesses are slowing and, and are shutting down or they're not, a lot of different things. So they, so they place those, those dreams, those goals, that, that vision, and they put it on the shelf and said next year. But I'm here to tell someone God is saying, not next year, it's right now. Absolutely. And, and for those that are listening, don't, don't miss your moment right now. Yes. God, like, this, like this is an opportunity for God to raise up um, believers, to raise up people to be a light. That's what God does. He, 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 he uses these moments to raise up people to be a beacon of light to say this is my son this is my daughter and yeah it's it could be financial it could be reconciliation with the marriage it could be a lot of different things but never doubt in the dark what god told you in the light especially this year because this has been a trying year for a lot of people yes. a lot of people even now from a mental um standpoint i mean because a lot of people are are very secluded right now Yes. And, and that is challenging for a lot of people right now. Yes. So it's challenging. So I, 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 I would tell the listeners anything, just keep on walking, keep on going. Just yes. keep on one foot in front of the other. And those things that you have still, still go towards it. 
Yes. Towards it and go and get it done because God is going to do it. And you're going to look at the end of 2020 and say, wow. Not, and say, look at what God did. Say, God did it. Yep. God like did it. Like when I reflect back over the last four months, my wife and I have had the, the largest income months in our business since we've been in business in close to four years. The largest period. During a pandemic, that's not supposed to happen. We are full-time entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. It is supposed to income in what we do for our business. And God has, I mean, exceedingly abundantly above. Yes. Getting more and more every single day. So I'll tell anyone, never down the dark what um, God told us in the light. And 2020 is still your year. Yes. I will. And walks in that this year. I'll attest to that because we've had multiple conversations, me and you. And I was praying, saying, God, what am I supposed to do? Because I know I want to speak, so let me go ahead. And I started reaching out to churches in different places, and they're like, all right, cool. Then COVID hit. And I said, on it, man, I got this message. I don't even know how to get it out. And I was praying about it, and God was like, start a podcast. I'm like, what? You want me to do this for free? I need some bread. I need some money for this. But then I just, I took that leap. It's like you said, keep walking. That's exactly what I did. And I started this podcast. And when I tell you the blessing that it has been, not only for me, but to hear the different people saying, you've helped me so much. Like your vulnerability helped me out so much that's real man and to hear that you know my story and to hear that i just wanted to help people and i just wanted i just wanted god to use me and to he and for this to happen the same thing god did it i didn't do nothing but just be obedient that's it yeah and god did it and that's what i will impart to the audience just trust me be like nike and just do it Watch what happens. You may not see it immediately, but you will see it in the long run. Do it. Absolutely, man. I wish they could see how big my eyes are so they could see (laughs) how serious I am. But honestly, Lenny, when I tell you, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to do this, man. Like, I appreciate you, man. I really do. Absolutely. I, I do appreciate you, man. And really quickly, tell the people how they can find you and where they can on you because I want them to connect with you. Absolutely. Definitely find me on all social media platforms on um on a Facebook. My wife and I actually have a combined page. It's Leonard Sheena Space Smith. Leonard Sheena Smith. Same thing on Instagram on LinkedIn is Leonard W. Smith the third. Definitely love to connect with you there. Talk about some other things that we got going on and uh connect with you. Absolutely. And for everyone who did not catch that, I'm going to put that in the show notes because I want y'all to connect. I mean, this is, this is one of the most, I don't know if this is the word, integral or integrity. This man has a lot of integrity and a lot of character. And I want y'all to connect with him. If it's, whether it be business-wise or personal level, or just say hello to them, please connect with them. I like I I vouch for them. I do. Mm-hmm. That that's me being real. So, 
Lenny, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for this. I really do, man. For real. Probably, no, it's my pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. You, and you keep on doing what you're doing as well. I remember when you called me when, when you were, you know, looking to start to speak and everything. And, and God is doing it, man. He just opened up doors. So I keep on doing your thing as well, brother. Appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for that. Wow, that was an amazing episode. Grace. Grace, that is definitely something we all need. And I really hope you got a lot from that episode because I know I did. I want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Power of Forgiveness podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate it on all platforms, and most importantly, share this with other people. You never know what they're going through. I want to let you know that the Power of Forgiveness has a group on Facebook. It's a page that I created for the podcast where we could talk about the episode or any other things about forgiveness. The link is in the show notes. I also have my social media pages, which is also in the show notes. You can follow me on both Instagram and Facebook. Also, leave me a message on Anchor. I would love to hear from you. I want you all to have an amazing week. And remember that forgiveness is not letting what that person or people said or did to you affect you, your spirit, your future, or where you're going in life. And that is not an excuse for or enabling someone's behavior, but not letting what that person or people did hold you back or keep you from being or grabbing all that God wants you to be or has for you. Have a good one.